Well, our moms think we're funny. So man, I see. I tried telling you about that that deep web shit, man. That dark web shit. No, this is all this is all deep. This is not dark. I don't, I still have not done dark. I'm not doing dark. <laughs> um, this is all just deep. I mean, I, I keep telling you, you got to be careful with that. I mean, I spend a lot of time on there, but for me, it's like fun stuff. Like I. I found a group that called themselves the Space Monkey Mafia, which, you know, I only checked it out because I was like, oh, you know, we didn't start the fire reference. That's that's cute. And, uh, I mean... Really? During... I would have thought that would be more like a fight club thing. It is a fight club okay. thing. So, I mean, Oh, yeah, but we I... didn't start the fire. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah, they are. Yeah, the space yeah. Monkey. Okay, yeah, So, yeah. yeah, like, at first I thought, oh, we didn't start the fire. But, yeah, it turns out that these guys are basically trying to start up a fight club thing themselves. And, uh... I mean, you know, they they don't follow the exact same set of rules as Fight Club, but you know, they're definitely doing a lot of that Project Mayhem stuff, and you know, it's it's pretty interesting to see. Hmm. So, uh, you know, I mean, I've I've always said that, like, I, I know there are underground boxing rings in New York, and like when I when I really get into shape and get back to where I'm kind of on top of my game physically, I'd love to go try to see how I fare with that. But now it's just like I'm kind of looking at that, and it's like, hey, um. Well, I'll tell you the. I was when 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 I went and uh, and did all this stuff and everything. I was scared, for you know at first, um, I was scared and um, and then I started getting, like I said I started getting all this information, this knowledge, and 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 the more knowledge I got, the more scared I became. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, the what what changed everything for me was that. Let's let's say that let's say that the uh, the house that you grew up in, right? Yeah, was um, like underneath that house was a a um, like a like a, like a unexploded cannonball, right? From the Civil War, right? And all the times you went digging in the backyard, right? Like you could have hit that thing and set it off, but yeah. you didn't know. Right, and then you right. find out years later. Yeah. Like you find out years later, how's that change your life? Right, right. It's like I didn't know before, but now I know. What am I gonna do with that information? It's like it's already there. Yeah. It's 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 already happened, it's already happening. I can't affect the outcome in any way, so there's really no point in me worrying about it. But there is something somewhat satisfying about um uh about knowing that it's there, you know? Yeah, yeah. I can't affect it and it was there whether I found it or not. It was still there. But knowing though does make me feel better because now I don't I don't feel I don't feel ignorant I, I, mm-hmm. or misinformed about it. It's because I know it's like this you know now I know it's there. I can't do anything about it, but I know it's there, and that and um, that in some ways is is some kind of solace. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in a lot of ways, uh, I'm comfortable with ignorance because like. You know, I I feel like you fly too close to the sun, and then you're just like one step away from finding out that like Lovecraft was right, and that there are actually cults and extra dimensional beings all over the all over the earth, and we just don't know about it. It's like I, I, I think okay, you kind of had me worried there when you first saw Lovecraft was right. I'm like, because <laughs> <laughs> the, the black people are the source of all of our problems. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean. Like that, there, there's always been that theory that Lovecraft just like stumbled across the Necronomicon and just pretty much adapted it into fictional stories to try to get it out of a system, which would explain why he was like a psychotic, evil racist. Um, 
Well, I mean, I think it explains him being psychotic and evil, but I don't think it explains the racist part. Unless Cthulhu was black. <laughs> I mean, everyone normally depicts Cthulhu as being green, so I can have him seem something you know against like green people or something. But but I don't understand how that translates into being black. I mean, well, look, maybe because before he saw Cthulhu, he didn't see color, and so he didn't really know. You know, he just assumed that Cthulhu was black. Oh, that just sounds like a racist excuse for being racist. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I man, I, I avoid that kind of shit on the deep web, man. I just, I don't like it. But it's 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 my fault for being that that the, the curious type and that yeah, it's your fault for being to, too curious, man. And wanting to know, man, I just I don't like not knowing something. I mean, probably the closest I got to anything like that myself was uh, I did find a bunch of archived pages from the nineties. Uh, for uh, the game development company that everybody said didn't exist, Zenith Lotion. And Are they the uh, ones who did Polybius? Yep, they're the oh. ones who did Polybius. So, uh, yeah, I was I was very surprised when I found that, but they were just like old archived pages from before the site got taken down, and that was a bit unsettling, you know. And uh, they they actually did have some like development notes on Polybius and a couple of other games. Turns out, hmm. so uh, yeah, so that was. That wasn't the most comforting thing, so I kind of stayed away from that. Uh, I've, I've found a couple of other cool anarchist pages, though. That's that's like I said, that kind of thing is fun. Like, there's a Doctor Vox's circus. He's he's an anarchist. Doctor Vox's circus. Yeah. Tell me about that. Uh, it's if we a, have time. Uh, well, it's going to be a two-parter for sure. We're an hour twenty minutes in, so okay. yeah, we might as well just lean into it. Um, so yeah, it's it's a lot like um, you know, you had the anarchist cookbook, and that was full of some really invaluable information. Um, and then they, by the way, do not use for actual cooking. No. Well, you could, (laughs) it depends on what you're trying to cook. Um, but yeah, but then they did like that heavily censored version. And if you try to buy a copy off of Amazon or something, you're going to get that heavily censored version where it's like, well, we're going to take off all the ways to make drugs and all the ways to make explosives. And instead it's like, here's how you can spam a payphone because like, no, nobody uses payphones anymore. It's useless. First first of all, you got to find a payphone. Right. Then you tell me how to spam one. And then they came out with, like, a 2001 revision of the Anarchist Cookbook, and it's just, like, all shit about shoplifting and stuff. It's really stupid. Yeah. And, uh... Does it steal this book? But, yeah, so, like, Dr. Fox's Circus is actually a lot of stuff for, like, the 2021 mindset, and it's some really, really interesting stuff. And, uh, like, he he shows how to, like, work around the right protection on an iPhone and, and, like, Macs and stuff, and that's pretty cool. And it's not just, like, your typical jailbreak stuff where it's like, oh, if you if you remove this from the soldering board, it's jailbroken, blah, 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 blah. No, it's, like, it's it's some, like, actual, like, workaround stuff that you got to be somewhat familiar with coding on to do. Nice. Pretty, pretty cool stuff. And, uh... And then, you know, he's he's kind of a weird guy. His, his avatar is, um... It's it's like an eight bit uh, rendering of Doctor Roxo. <laughs> so, I do cocaine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, I love Doctor Roxo. So like, I got bad from MTP because I can see my joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's a weird guy. He's he's a super weird guy. That it's just it's pretty much just like a little daily blog thing. And so like every once in a while, it'll just be like, it'll just be like random shit. Like, oh, uh, he he figured out of like. Of like mixing up like ramen with jujubes. It's like, what the fuck? And he's like, no, trust me, it's it's really good stuff. And like that was that was one entire blog post. Then the rest of it's like lots of really, really interesting stuff. And okay, he's, so how- he's apparently got like a group that meets on the weekends. How was it? 
I haven't tried it yet. Like I'm, I'm you a, said yet. You said yet. Yet. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I don't. I don't. I'm not a fan of saying never. So uh, you know, I've I've had some pretty weird food, but uh, I mean, so, some of his recommendations, like you know, he, he talked about like hot hot sauce and uh, tuna fish on a pop tart. It's like it's it's some weird shit where it's like, man, well, I, I'm adventurous, but I don't think I'm that adventurous. I was gonna say I still haven't, I still haven't put butter on a pop tart, and Peter Griffin told it's me to so do that. So freaking good. <laughs> and, and I was like, I mean, that seems like pretty simple to do, right? Yeah, but, I mean, if you haven't, I think you should. <laughs> but I mean, putting like the tuna, like, nope, 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 nope. Gonna gonna have to pass on that one. That's definitely a great song, but they they did so many other better songs <laughs> when they did into Harmony's Way. Uh, but, I, I still sing "Get Out of the Left Lane" sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hell, man, that's a horrible song. Man, that was a delayed reaction. <laughs> I don't even know why you are there. Because <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like who are they chasing? Get out there! Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, it's so good. And uh, parents are gross. <laughs> that's probably their best. <laughs> So, uh, um, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, let's see if I found anything else cool. I mean, I, I haven't found stuff that's really just, like, terrified me like you have. I did find one pretty cool website that was claiming to sell, like, uh, functional blueprints for automatons. Oh. And, uh, that was, that was pretty neat, but I don't really have enough of a, like, an engineer's grasp to, to really tell if that was super legit. And I don't want to pay for it because, you know, like anything on the deep web, you got to pay in Bitcoin. And I'm, I'm not a fan of paying and appreciating currency for something that's just going to depreciate over time. Well, I'll tell you, one of the things, and this is just me and how I think, right? And maybe it's just me trying to justify, you know, that thing um, is um, being a being a, a member of that one site is that if if Things happen. Something to say. Let's say something happened, right? I kind of feel like I would, that I would be called upon to be like, "Hey, you have shown yourself to be able to be entrusted with like government secrets." Yeah, yeah. You know that, uh, but we could we could use your help or like you know we want you to blah blah blah. I'm like that could be kind of cool. Hmm. The opposite of that is that. Oh, hey, by the way, um, and this is actually one of the terms and conditions there, when you actually read the terms and conditions, is that, you know, at any point, if we feel that the information that you have been, like, collecting um, is a danger to, you know, to the United States government or any of its allies, then you will be, like, basically charged with treason and then punished, you know, uh, in the manner that, you know, people are treasonous, people are punished. <laughs> Which is execution. Yeah. So basically like what they're saying is that if they, if at any point they decide that they don't want you anymore, that you can be executed, you know, without trial. Yeah. And... I don't think I'd really want to take part in that. But my thing is like, how, I mean, what are the chances that that would happen? What uh, are the chances that would happen? Depends on how good you are at your research, I guess. No, uh, well, I mean... Uh, I mean, I, I don't have a copy of Catcher in, Catcher in the Rye, so <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm okay. Hang in there, kid. Um, now, uh, I'm pretty sure it's fake. I did come across one blog on the deep web that I thought was pretty cool, and it was a guy who claims to be a vigilante. Really? Yeah. He's like, he works out of Chicago. He, he 
like calls himself Night Fist and uh Night Fist is like a really bad <laughs> like a, yeah like porno. a like a stupid porno yeah right <coughs> oh, sorry choking on my own spit so like yeah I didn't I didn't really take it seriously he's just like uh, like he's he's kind of like the love child of like Casey Jones and the Night Watcher I was thinking of that uh what was that guy um uh the guy that got in so much trouble now um, um Phoenix? Yeah, Golden Phoenix. No, no, no. Uh, it wasn't Golden Phoenix? No, was, his name was like Phoenix Jones, something like that. Phoenix Jones! It was Phoenix Jones, yeah. He, he showed up in court in his costume. Wow. Yeah. That's 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 all kinds of special. I loved that video. He pepper sprayed a bunch of people who were just standing outside of a bar talking. It was a, it was a real Chris Chan moment. Don't call anybody. Psst. <laughs> Oh, uh, so, so, so Night Fist is, uh... Is... Yeah, I mean, again, I don't know if it's real, because a lot of the blog stuff, it's just, like, him, like, like crouched down next to somebody laying on the ground, flashing gang signs like he beat him up. Yeah, okay. And, like, sometimes he wears a leather jacket, sometimes it's just a black t-shirt, and he's usually got, like either a motorcycle helmet or, or something on to, like, kind of cover his face. I, I've seen some days, like, apparently, like, when it's hot weather, he prefers to just do one of those, like, lower face masks that right. have really gotten popular since the pandemic. That, that, yeah, the uh, uh, the one that comes up from the neck and he goes yeah, up yeah. the nose, the bridge of the nose, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, of course, he's, he's always wearing, like, isotoner gloves. and I mean, he it looks a little bit cringy, and he, he really likes the V for Vendetta mask. He, he doesn't wear one, but he, he always, like... Like posts images of it, right? The the, the guy fox mask. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, like, he he talks a lot about like the people that he beat up and the purse snatchers that he stopped, and how he's like working on bigger cases. But it's like it seems fake to me because like so many of these pictures are just people with like what could be fake blood on their face. And he's like, yeah, knock this motherfucker out. And... I mean, well, here's the thing. Um, you know, there used to be and I, way back when we did the uh, when we did the podcast on that. Um, I couldn't remember the name of the people, but they uh, they were the guardian angels. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they used to patrol New York and primarily the subways and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and they were vigilantes. They, they they did the vigilante stuff, right? Um, and they were, I think, in some way they uh, they had, um, you know, I I'm not gonna say they had permission in a sense, but you know, it was it was like doing it being a um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, not pedestrian. Um, uh, what do you call it when like a, a civilian um, a citizens arrest? Yeah, thank you. Citizens arrest, right? Kind of, kind of in that fashion. Like you're doing good, and you know you would show up in court to say I did good and I did this and I did that kind of thing. But if you are posting picture of yourself with somebody's like you know unconscious form, saying I knocked this motherfucker out, like, <laughs> and you're bragging about it, that does me that to me doesn't seem like you're actually being a vigilante. You're just being like a an aggressive like douchebag. He's definitely aggressive, but he says now again. I mean this this whole thing just kind of smacks of being fiction to me. But he says that um, that like he catches them in the act. Are you taking pictures of that? Like because um, that that would be the proof you need. Not that you knocked him out. A, a yeah. couple of times he's done like little like Instagram story style videos of just like really short videos of like watching these guys get up to shady shit. Like I know he caught a drug deal on camera one time doing that. Um, really? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just like, you know, just a small time thing. You know, a guy handed another guy like a teenth and he paid for it. A teenth? Yeah. It's like one of those dime bags, I think. Oh, wow. We're, we've gotten so lazy that we can't even say dime bag now. It's just be a teenth. <laughs> That's the breaking bad term for it. Ah, gotcha. Um, so, so like, every once in a while, he will, like, post some kind of evidence, but he's not really an evidence guy. He's, he's, he says he's a justice guy. Um, I mean, pro- probably the uh, probably the thing with, like, the least evidence I've seen him do is that apparently some chick's boyfriend was really abusive to her, and she was scared to leave him. So, uh, uh, he kicked the shit out of him. Actually posted a video of that. Um, yeah, I, I need more than just a girl says that. Before I'm going to jump in there, like, you know, Captain Save-A-Ho, start beating somebody up. <laughs> yeah, um, well, when he, when he posted that, when he said that it was, um, it was kind of a personal thing because he'd been through similar stuff and really felt bothered by it. Oh, does Boyfriend beat him up? <laughs> um, apparently it was like his dad or something, like, beat up his mom. Did he ever beat up his dad? Probably. I haven't read through the entire archive of this blog. It's actually pretty extensive. He's been at this for like four years now. Hmm. So I haven't I haven't read everything, but Okay. Hey, interesting guy if like if what he says is true, I mean I, again, I'm kinda leaning towards it just being a bunch of staged pictures. Right. Like, you know, e- even with videos, like you can fake like a beat up video because it's blurry, everything's moving. Right. Because, I mean, because is he walking around with, like, like a, a documentarian that's, like, that's, <laughs> that's in there, like, taking, like, recording all this stuff? And... Well, he, he wears a GoPro. Right. I'm, I'm saying, like, that's why it would all be grainy and stuff. Because, yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's all from his his perspective with the... <laughs> Instead of, like, David Attenborough <laughs> <laughs> narrating. And here we see the vigilante <laughs> strike the man's forehead with his knee. <laughs> or, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, crap. Um... Uh, Shit, I was just thinking. I was just thinking about the other day because he, because uh, I'm always surprised when I see him do like animated voices. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, shit. Uh, crap, I can't think of the guy's name now. But he's also a filmmaker. Um, hold on, I'll get, I'll get it real quick because I know what to do to, to um, to find his name. Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. Werner Herzog. Yeah, yeah. Because like we, we know him from Rick and Morty. Yeah. <laughs> they like to say it's big. They like to say it's small. <laughs> 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 Look at me. I knocked this motherfucker out. <laughs> He's like, <"Nah." laughs> I did it with my fist because he was a bad guy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so, I mean, that that's some of the more interesting stuff I've come across on the deep web, but... Uh... You know, I, I almost forgot we were talking about on the deep web. So, yeah, so him posting on the deep web, like, yeah, that, I can see where, like, you wouldn't, you'd have to be out there looking for him and his story to be able to, like, oh, look at this guy and everything. He's, you know, basically, like, writing a whole, like, a whole blog about how to get in trouble with the police. Right, you right. Because, like, you know, I, I know a lot of people were like, hey, man, if you're legit, why don't you like, post your stuff on Twitter? And it's like, he couldn't post that on Twitter. Right. He's he's actually if if this is real then he's actually just kicking the shit out of people. Yeah. And well, then, hey, hey man, I saw you steal that from that store. I know you got a PS4 game in your pocket and then he just like punches him in the throat. Right. It's like crazy shit, man. And and plus like <clears throat> you're also taking pictures of people without their consent after you like knocked the shit out of them. <laughs> 
So in a situation like that, if they are stealing or something, don't you have to wait for them to still throw the first punch? I mean, he doesn't care. <laughs> so, yeah. Night Fist gives zero fucks. <laughs> so, um, uh, I was going to say something else about my whole deal is which I know this is going to sound really stupid and this, this might just be just my body in my mind trying to justify, you know, decisions I've made. But, um, the, I just, the idea or the thought of like, I'm sorry. Now we have to kill you because you know too much. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of cool <laughs> to me. It's kind of cool. I think, like, I just, you would never know. No one would ever know that that's why it happened. But, but I would know. And it'd be like, like, that's, I mean, that's kind of like, as opposed to like, you know, other ways that uh, that would be killed by somebody. But that one is like, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, that's, that's pretty neat. You know, <laughs> like, sorry, you just got way too much knowledge now. So gotta, gotta kill you. But it's um you know if it's something some that people are really interested in you know like learning about or finding about stuff I've learned about and that kind of thing if you go out there you'll find it um you'll you'll find you'll find it if you look for it that's all I can say you'll find it if you look for it you know but I'm giving you a little bit of a heads up as to if you go out there you know and you do find it you know this is the the kind of like this is the sacrifice the condition that you are agreeing to. That you're going, you know, that you're going to accept these these rules and these kind of terms of service in a sense, and and that's it. And you have to abide by those rules. I mean, I feel like I've kind of said too much without saying anything at all. Mm-hmm. I have I have not said anything that would basically lead anybody to to find this thing that who normally would not find it on their own, and have not divulged anything that I've found anywhere. Um, but I still feel like I've said too much. Right, right. And but there's something about knowing about knowing this that is um I don't know, it, it's it's nice. It just <laughs> I, I like I like the fact that yeah. I have that in the fact in, in the fact I can't tell anybody about it, most people don't know. Also is kind of like a like an intellectual turn on, like I know these things that you don't know. <laughs> I know these things that you don't know, and I can't tell you. And the only thing I can say is I know things that you don't know. So when you're talking to somebody about something and they mention like, oh, well, you know, uh, you know, the New York Times today said X, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, uh, yeah, I know they said that that was the reason why, like, the market rose or fell. But it really goes back to, like, three years ago when this thing happened. Um, and it's like... But I can't say anything. So, and then you just kind of get that little smirk in your face, like, uh huh, uh huh. Wow, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> and I'm kind of all about that look on my face. <laughs> so that that's another reason why I'm like, why would you agree to that? Well, this is why. Well, I mean, if it makes you happy, it can't be that bad. At least that's what uh, you know. That's what some people say. Sure. <laughs> Cheryl Crow said that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then and then he said, "Okay, well, here it is. I've been doing steroids for years. You fucker." <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And I actually, really have both my testicles. Um, and uh, so, yeah, you probably could get pregnant. Ah, <laughs> uh, why did we ever stop making fun of him, Lance Armstrong? 
I don't know. The lion piece of shit? Yeah, we should definitely keep making fun of him. Hell yeah. He should be our bitch for the second half of uh, season four. <laughs> I mean, all I know about him is that he was on all kinds of steroids. I don't know if I can really, like... Everybody else that we have is like a running joke is always like a very distinctive voice and character. Well, you know, he won the Tour de France like four times over and shit, lying about the steroids. Then, of course, he had cancer and had to have like his like lung removed and both his testicles, <laughs> like like a portion of his brain and shit like that. And it was like, no, it's not because of steroids. It's because I just trained my body too hard, you know, <laughs> which which is what made Fat Tom grow. That's why I sit here and eat Cheetos all day. <laughs> <laughs> I may have high blood sugar cholesterol, but I ain't got cancer. You know, so... <laughs> I love your fat voice. <laughs> Makes me so happy. So, I mean, so yeah, Lance Armstrong's a big piece of shit, and we should continue to make fun of him for the I rest mean, of his life. I'm totally down. I don't know if he'll ever quite be racist man or child Anakin for us, but we could definitely make fun of him some. Yeah, he'll be he'll be the guy that pulls a rickshaw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Because he, he rides a bike and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it wouldn't be a rickshaw said other those things. But anyway, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, apparently, MMA organized an intergender bout between a man and a woman. And the man beat the hell out of the woman. Just destroyed her in the first round. And everybody's like, well, this shouldn't have happened. <laughs> you know what? There would have been, been only one one reason that I would have watched that. And I'm going to tell you right to, now, to I know <laughs> to watch to watch them fight. And I can tell you right now that I know for a fact that this didn't occur. Mm-hmm. And this is why I would not have watched it and why I made the right decision not to watch it. So, man and woman, MMA fight, right? First intergender um, fight, correct? MMA I don't think fight. it was the first, but it was an intergender. Okay. Yeah. Like one of two inter- intergender fights. Okay. So, intergender fight, right? What is the what is something you would that you would that for you would be that needs to happen or needs to be said? I mean, well, being a bit of a sexist, I don't think they ever should have organized it in the first place because I could have told them that that the man was going to kick the shit out of the woman, and it wouldn't even be a contest, and they they shouldn't do it. Well, <laughs> so I, I mean, that's just it, me. <laughs> what they, they basically was it like a weight class thing or what? I don't know why. It doesn't say why they did it. It just says that an intergender MMA bout took place on Friday night in Poland. Maybe that's the province Poland. And the fans expressed their disgust at the event because they're all about equality until it's like, whoa, whoa, (laughs) (laughs) equal hands don't work here. Yeah, but but they still watched it. They still watched it, yeah. I'm sure it was pay-per-view. So Marcin Najman organized two intergender fights. One of those ended in a brutal TKO victory after Mua Boy Lazowski beat Arm Power Girl Siakach. He the dude wore eye makeup. He did a judo style takedown on her and then just pinned her to the ground and beat her until the ref pulled him off. And and in the second fight, it was a first round victory because he uh, just punched her until she fell down. <laughs> Wow, okay. And everybody's like, this is disgusting. Who allowed this? And it's like, well, I mean, I, I agree. It shouldn't have happened. But, I mean, pe- people shouldn't keep being like, it is totally fine for this to happen. Men and women are completely, exactly identical in every way. I I would say that in, in a situation like that, you have to, 
and I don't know how the fight was set up to, you know, what the terms were um, to make to try to make them quote unquote equal. But I would say in a situation like that, you would not be able to go off a weight class. You know, no, you, you can't go off weight class. You'd have to, you'd have to do or use something else. Um, uh, well, I mean, hmm. it's it's really dicey because even if they're the same height and same weight, the man's going to have longer arms, which gives him a tactical advantage in a fight. Just for starters. Right. Plus, he's got the upper body strength to just pick up someone his own weight and throw them. Like, there, I, I don't really see a way where this works. Like, I don't know how all these people in MMA looked at this and thought, yeah, this is fine. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure this will be a nice equal fight that's going to give everybody a real good show. And they'll be able to cheer and cheer and then... Like, they'll have a satisfying conclusion. It's like, no, anybody could have told you he's going to smash the fuck out of her in the first round. That well, That's just how this works. I'm going to, I'm going to toss one thing in there and ask this, which is to say that, um, she agreed to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of a so, her problem too. So she apparently thought that she stood a good chance. Yeah. Yeah. Which I also think is kind of stupid because part of being a fighter is knowing your limitations. Well, I mean... I, I guess she she probably saw that, oh, hey, this guy's weakening it, like, you know, in this area here, or I, I probably have him on the speed because of X or uh, whatever it is, and uh, and thought that, again, thought that she had a chance to, to take him down, and uh, apparently she was incorrect in that assumption. <laughs> and she was not conscious long enough to realize she was incorrect in that assumption. <laughs> you won't be awakened no long enough to regret this. <laughs> Don't worry about the way in, worry about the way out. That's right. <laughs> so, uh... So anyway, but so yeah, so, sorry for for sounding like a huge sexist, but like that that was such a foregone conclusion. As soon as I saw the headline, intergender box, intergender MMA match, I was like, oh yeah, I know how this turned out. Oh yeah, everybody's pissed off. <laughs> so um, what I was gonna say is the the one thing I would have wanted, I knew wasn't gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So and but if it did happen, that would for me it would be worth watching it. Is that a particular thing would have to be said, and I know it wasn't gonna be said. Okay. You punch me in the boob. Prepare to die, obviously. <laughs> but I know that wasn't going to happen. So, but if it did, you know, if it if did, it you'd did, watch it. Yeah, I'd watch it. I mean, I might watch that clip, but I don't think I could watch the entire fight. Well, what? Yo, you can't stay tuned for another five minutes. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, I don't have any interest in watching something like that. There's there's a fight, and like I, I love watching a good fight. I, I mean, I'm not a sports guy at all. I've said for years I'm not a sports guy. I don't like sports. Don't not interested in them. But I love watching a good fight. Mm-hmm. But it's got to be an even thing. It's got to be where like the the two are obviously on the same level in some capacity. And just watching a guy throw a woman across a ring and beat the shit out of her for ten seconds, and it's like game over. It's like I. I there's there's nothing good about that kind of fight. Yeah, I, I don't Actually, like that's him. just domestic violence at that point. It's like shit. I could have just watched my stepdad. Right. I, I don't like uh, I don't like MMA anyway because all uh, all I ever see is like one person gets the other person out and then they just sit there and just hammer fist them and everything. Like that's that's not a fight to me. I mean, that's just a it's just being paid to be brutal to somebody. Like, I mean, that's not a fight. I have mixed feelings about it because, like, boxing to me is very sportsmanlike. 
I would agree. You knock your guy down, he you have to give him a chance to get back up. That's pretty cool. But then, like, you're using a whole different mindset when you go into something like UFC or MMA. But it is still considered a sport. It is. You're not, considered really, you're not sport. really trying to cripple the other person. But if they don't, if so, if if you're pulling in the arm and you know, and they don't tap out, then you're allowed to go ahead and dislocate their arm or break it or something. Like that to me is like it's like well, you should have tapped out. Like yeah, but. The the object is also to win, but would not to really permanently like cripple or damage somebody, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And then getting on top of them and just like slamming them in the face with your fist over and over again, like cracking your cheekbone, breaking their nose and knocking out their teeth. That to, me, that to me is not that's not a sport. Like once that person's down, you're just beating them like that, like like what are, what are you getting out of this? Except for you getting a thrill of like I'm beating someone near to death. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just, you're just getting your rocks off, man. Like, dude, no. I'm, I can't get behind that. Yeah, I much prefer, um, I much prefer boxing over MMA. And, like, I, I do enjoy watching people, like, using some high kicks and jump kicks and stuff like that. I think that's very cool. I agree. But, um, uh, I, I really just prefer boxing because there is that structure and those, those rules. And, and even though that's it, I still don't watch boxing. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I seek it out. I, I make it sound like I'm just, you know, the the fat sitcom dad, you know, sitting in front of the TV with a beer, going, hey, just slip the jab, slip the jab." I'm not. It's just yeah. like if if I if I'm like browsing YouTube or something, and I come across like a Tyson fight, I'm not gonna watch it. I mean, hell, I do that. I I got like you know like <laughs> thirty seconds to kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love watching Tyson fight because he comes up against these guys who are like a head and a half taller than him, and he's still just like immediately draws blood on the first punch mm. and then he drops him on the second punch it's like i love this man <laughs> i wonder how many how many guys in a, in, a, in a tyson fight got that first hit and it took him to the floor and they were sitting there and about to get up and they're like holy shit that hurt <laughs> and, 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 as, and as, they're, as they're starting to get up they're like you know it's like uh uh eight Seven, they're pushing themselves up, and they're like, "If I get up, I'm going to take at least three or four more." Five, four hits like that. It's like, nope. <laughs> like, do I really want to experience another punch like that? Right. <laughs> like that was that was that was that was enough. I think I'm good. <laughs> now, so as they're getting up, that's all going through the head. Like, do I really want to get hit like that again? I mean, we just started the match, and he already knocked me on my ass, and. <laughs> I'm like, do I like? No, I don't. I really don't think I do. <laughs> I mean, you know, we we had our podcast about like the differences between men and women, and women are are capable of doing what men can do. You know, there's no issue with that. But just like, and and I'm sure there's a woman, there's a MMA fighter out there that's capable of whipping that guy's ass, but she's gonna have to be X taller than him. Mm-hmm. way more than him that kind of thing you can't you know you can't put the two of him in the same class because because we're talking about strength building right like mm-hmm. and muscle building like they're not comparable yeah it's, yeah it's it's like it's like trying to it's like trying to bake a cake with a british cookbook yep. your measurements are all fucked up mm-hmm. right and you're like well wonder well how come this didn't turn out right well because you didn't bother to to you know to to change your measurements to uh to you know uh, get them to match, you know, like your version versus their version, right, right, and and so same thing here. It's like, yeah, you're the same size, and like, yeah, but you didn't take into consideration that. Oh, by the way, 
you know, we need to we need to, to find the equivalent to this. Yeah, yeah. It's like equality's fine, but it's not just an even exchange of currency here. Mm-hmm. Like you you have to figure out what's comparable and I just uh, take, take like, like like this for everyone listening that, that's like that's like so you guys are just being sexist assholes okay let's take a white guy a 25 year old white guy who has lived in suburbia right and, and i say so i'm talking like um let's say like a like a, a not gonna say decent but like a, you're um kind of like uh tv fantasy typical suburbia like you mm-hmm. know like a, like a like a Connecticut or Vermont kind of suburbia, right? Yeah, yeah. And you put them in a Chicago suburbia. Mm-hmm. How long are they going to last? Oh, not not long at all. Right. It's like well, yeah, but we're 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 going to we're going to take an equal like black guy from there and put him nice like. Yes, they are the same age, right? They mm-hmm. say they say same age, same height, same build, right? Right, right. But they're not equal, even though on paper they're equal, right? You can't just put them in separate and go. Okay, here you here you go. Now, granted, in this case, we're talking about environment, but we're also talking about their capabilities too. Yeah. Their capabilities are way off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's not the same. Yeah. And, and even even if I say okay, this is what I'm going to do. You know, instead of just saying just a guy, let's just change and say. I'm going to take a Chicago cop mm-hmm. and exchange it with, you know, with a, a Vermont cop. Yep. yep same yep. same amount, same amount, same size, same build, same amount of, of time, and, like uh, on the force. Yep, yep. Same same amount of experience. And just like, and just transfer the two of them. How long are they going to survive in that, in that job? Mm-hmm. No, not very well. No. Because your experience is completely different, even though you have the same amount, right? It's completely different in this space than in that space. Yep. Yep, yep. So that kind of derailed things there at the end instead of talking about the deep web. But hey, like well, yeah, I think we need to, I think we need the uh a, a, a palate nice cleanser. Cleanse, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the headline really took me by surprise, so I, I had to look into it. Um Yeah, you know, I, I will say this um about things like that, which is I sometimes see that and I kind of feel like people do that kind of stuff on purpose to be able to say like, see, see, this is why, this is why, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you can't use that as an excuse. You can't sit there and take two things and say that they're equal and then have it not work out and say, this just goes to prove my point. Like, Mm -hmm. not really. I mean, you kind of monkey with the, you know, with the, with the test there. Well, I think it was a lose-lose situation for everybody but the fight organizer. Because the fight organizer, like, knew, oh, I'm going to make bank off of this. All right. You know, it's like, oh, an intergender fight? I'm, I'm promoting equality. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna get so freaking rich off of this. Now, neither of the fighters are really in a position to say no. Mm-hmm. Because, because if the guy says no, then it's going to look one of two ways. It's like, oh, so you're scared to fight a girl. And it's like, well, no, I'm not. It's like... Oh, so you're just so convinced that you win that you don't think it would be fair. You're a misogynist, you prick. So he looks bad no matter what his reasons are for saying no. So he has to say yes. Right. And then it's the same story for the woman. It's like, if you say no, then it's like, oh, so you're scared to fight a man? Whatever happened to equality? So they both got put into a really bad compromising position. And you can't, you also can't say yes either because like the guy says yes is like, oh, it's like, 
Of course, you know, you would say yes. Because um, you're so sure you can beat a woman. Right. Or all you want to do is just go out there and try to prove a point. Yeah. It's yeah. like there's there's no way to look good as a result of any of this. So, like, they're already in a bad situation. And then... I mean, you know, if you really wanted to make it fair, right, what you do is you would put some, you would, like, uh, hide cameras in a bar mm-hmm. and then, like... Set up a situation to make them fight. Like, oops, <laughs> he spilled his beer on her. Now let's see what happens. <laughs> I mean, it's just, there's no, like, the only, because <clears throat> the only situation where there are people who are happy at the end of an intergender fight is if the woman wins. That's the only way. Because then you've at least got the women who watch the fight being happy that it's like, yeah, girl power. She showed him. And people are like, we're so progressive. But yeah, it's like we're such good people. We we gave we gave these women a chance to show that they're good fighters. But there's not like now the guys won, just like anybody could have told you they would have in this situation. And instead of anybody being happy, now nobody's happy because the women are upset that a woman got the shit kicked out of her. The guys are upset because it's like this this shouldn't have been a fight. Mm-hmm. You should have put him against an actual equal opponent here. And now nobody's happy. Except for the fight organizer, because the money was still made. Yep. And I'm going to put myself in his mindset for, or like put put myself in his shoes, right? Mm-hmm. And say that. Um, so let's say that this is me, and and I'm I'm going to be a fighter, right? I know how I fight guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm going to go up against this woman, and and even if I'm looking at her and I've watched her, I'm like, yeah, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure I can beat her. Uh, because I watched, you know, watched her move and watched her, uh, watched her fight before. Mm-hmm. But I'm also going to put a little bit of extra oomph in everything I do because I have to win this fight. I have to kick her ass. Yeah, yeah. And the reason why I have to kick her ass is because if she wins, right, then people will think you threw the match. <laughs> well, well, I was not not even that, but that's a good point. People will think that I threw the match. But if she wins, right, her Dun and Broad Street goes up. And she and she looks good. Now it's not just going to be like everything's going to be gravy for her, but but things work out really well for her. But if I lose, no one says you lost a match to a comparable opponent. They say you lost a match to a girl, and everything about my value as a fighter mm-hmm. goes down. Mm-hmm. Not because of me, but because of everyone else's perception of me. Yep. So I can't lose. Because no one looks at me the same way that they would a guy if I lose and be like, oh, well, he just got beat by by an opponent, an equal opponent who just happened to be better than him. It's like, no, you got beat by a girl. And yeah. because of that now, you're less than everyone else. Yeah. But then all the other male fighters. It's such an unfair thing to do to both of them. It is. Because it's like, unfair. It's like a, it's a foregone thing that like, like even a total amateur could tell you he's going to knock the shit out of her. And so it's like. She can't say no to a fight because that's going to hurt her career. Mm-hmm. But she's going into a fight that is just an automatic loss, which is going to hurt her career. Now, the only thing that she really has going for her that would really work out best for the both of them, and it's not you can't and you can't plan it ahead of time. You just have to, it just has to happen naturally, organically in the fight if you can, which is that she gets beat, but. In, but she lands a good solid hit, like a like a kind of lift him up off the ring kind of hit. Mm-hmm. Still lose, but if she lands that one hit to show her 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 power, show what she's capable of. Yep. Then that 
that then changes it to where it's like, okay, you know. Well, that becomes like the 300 thing where it's like, we're going to lose this war, but I will make a god bleed. Right. It's like, as long as I can have that little thing going for my reputation, then I know I'll go down in history, even though it's a lost war. Right. And that's really what she needs. She needs to come in there like Leonidas or or Leonidas' wife, uh, uh, Queen Gore... Gorgonzola. Gor- uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Lena Headley. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, but that's, I mean, that's the only way the two of them can come out like on top or, so, or somewhat equal is that she has to land that good solid hit to, you know, to just, you know, make him like, be like, damn. All right. But it's not really for him. It's for everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's for the crowd. So yeah, it, it was some bullshit. Like the, uh, I, I agree with the people saying that this never should have happened, but it's like, this, this is what our culture's doing. Instead of people actually figuring out what is true equality, they're just like, we're going to throw men and women in the exact same situation and then get mad when the man wins. Like, okay. <laughs> you do you. It, it does piss me off that the fight organizer, like, cleaned up off of this. <clears throat> Don't they always? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do, but... It's just it, it feels worse in this situation because oh, yeah. it feels so irresponsible. Like you knew what was going to happen. You you cannot look me in the eye and tell me you didn't know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so like that that just makes it that much scuzzier to me that it's like now this this was purely for money and no other reason. You weren't trying to help either of these people's career. You just did something really unfair, left them with no choice, and this woman got the ever loving shit knocked out of her. And uh, a, a loss that demoralizing, even if it's an unfair circumstance, that's going to affect your performance in future fights. And, you know, I think you you you're, you really hit it on that one thing where you said that, you know, a, a fight that was going that was that was going to be a loss and unfair for both of them that neither one of them could turn down. Mm-hmm. So the fight promoter goes into this uh, knowing that I'm presenting a, a situation that neither one of them can refuse and that. And that basically they're going to both going to lose on, but the big thing for me is that neither one of them uh, that 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 I'm going to make a ton of bank on it, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah, yeah, it's just so shitty. Anyway, so uh, you want to you want to go on the deep web and uh, hire a hitman for for this fight organizer? Don't you have to go to the dark web for that? Well, I mean, for one, that's not an FBI honeypot, probably. Yeah. Huh. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've got this old uh, Windows 95 tower here. We can probably get uh, Tor on here. You know, what I really like to do, right? What I really like to do is to, is to a, like, hire a hitman mm-hmm. and get the, like, get the person, like, you know, I need someone killed. And I say, you know, for X amount of dollars, blah, blah, blah. And they say, okay, I'll take the job. Who's the target? Then I, I look up who it is accepted the job, and um, and then, of course, it's going to be a cop, right? And I tell him, <laughs> this police officer here is them. <laughs> officer McGillicuddy. Right. And then and then when they try to bust me and everything for it, it's like, it's like hey, you, tried to, you hired a hitman to kill a cop. No, I didn't. <laughs> I had this guy <laughs> to, to kill himself, a job I knew he couldn't accomplish. So... <laughs> That I, and I knew he wouldn't do, so I technically didn't hire anybody. And I didn't so, ask for anybody to be killed either. Some of those uh, Hitman pages are like, oh, we'd, 
you know, we, we don't target children under 18, we don't target women, we don't target politicians, and it's like, well, here goes half of my list. I was like, then I just write back pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, pussy, you won't. You won't. Mm. Oh, man. I don't understand the whole, like, no women, no kids. I mean, if, if you really, if you really want to talk about equality and like and everything, then I mean, I'd be like, I'd be like, yes, I shoot women. <laughs> <laughs> My gun is bisexual. <laughs> My gun is equal opportunity. Yeah. And and then like you know, like uh, and it's like I shoot kids too. And then and I post a picture like like you know, Caligula. Attila the Hun, like uh, <laughs> Adolf Hitler, these all used to be kids. <laughs> and one thing in common, they all used to be kids. <laughs> and then underneath that, I put like, and, like uh, Italic's like, maybe a woman? <laughs> <laughs> Jury's still out. Don't want to assume. All right. So, uh, so, I mean, you know, hey. <laughs> well, <laughs> all those. All those other guys, they're afraid of, of, of doing a little butt nipping, right? <laughs> Not me. You call me assassin, I call myself a pruner. <laughs> I'm a cultural pruner. <laughs> cultural pruner, I love it. So we've been going for about two hours now. Holy shit, really? So yeah, solid two-parter here. I guess so. Yeah, so... Uh, well, we've uh, we've alienated and angered all of our woman listeners now. Yeah, um, but hey, we've already done that like three or four times. So uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna actually give you all some advice that uh, should never actually be spoken by a man of my color, which is uh, it's okay to go deep, just don't go dark. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, <laughs> like you're like, um, sure, why not? <laughs> I'll go with it. Um. Yeah, but like in all seriousness, if you really want to explore the deep web, check out uh, the channel Some Ordinary Gamers. Uh, beloved YouTuber Mudahar um, shows all kinds of things about the proper setup, how to how to set up Tor on a virtual machine, how to configure a virtual machine so it's totally safe and isolated from from your network, uh, proper ways to set up a VPN. He, he can definitely get you browsing in the safest way possible. Um, I love Takedown Man, but don't I wouldn't necessarily recommend taking his advice because he usually just like plugs in a Tor connector to Firefox. That's really not secure. So um, de- definitely just watch a bit of Mudahar. He's got a lot of good stuff on setup, and uh, you'll you should be safe. Uh, so uh, during the podcast, I turned to uh, the movie Pearl Harbor, um, and uh, and they just showed this the priest giving this guy's last rites and stuff. And we got the close caption now, so you can see him like Namades, blah blah blah. And the and when I'm reading down the screen, the first thing that popped into my head, I was like, "It is not heresy. I will not recant." But I just probably listened to way too much Rob Zombie. So. <laughs> uh, all right, I think that's enough for us from this one, right? Yeah, definitely. And my name is Turk182, and it's not what I go by on the deep web. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am a Comey. So, and uh, we will see you all next time on an upper episode of Our Moms Think We're Funny. Yeah, in the meantime, dig through the ditches and burn through the witches. Yeah. And slam in the back of my Dragula. Zang, yo. Bye, everybody. All right there, folks, that was Our Moms Think We're Funny. 
let's uh let's give him a hand.